up, guys? I am here with Brad Cam, the co-founder of Unstoppable Domains. How's it going, Brad? It's going great. How about you? It's going good. It's going good. Brad and I got a chance to catch up at NFT NYC, and now we are both back at home comfortably, and we can talk via Zoom. We actually did a previous interview, and the audio was so atrocious that we decided to do it in the comfort of our own homes. So uh, I wanted to quickly give you know Brad the floor. I know Nick, the CIO of Divi, has been asking me questions about Unstoppable Domains. I've had a ton of questions about what you guys are up to, and I wanted to really kind of dig in a little bit so that you get a chance to just talk about Unstoppable, what you guys are doing, and just kind of uh, a high-level overview for a brand new person to the space if they were learning about Unstoppable what would be the most valuable thing? So I guess let's start with what Unstoppable Domains is. For sure. So Unstoppable Domains builds domains on blockchains. So we are a domain registry like a .com, except that we build our domain names on blockchains. So a traditional domain name is part of a centralized system. It's part of what's called DNS. So there's a set of servers out there uh, that are controlled by a specific group of people. And they're the ones that essentially make sure or they keep track of who owns what domain name. And we've built a domain registry that sits entirely outside of that system. Uh, the user controls the domain name themselves. So every single domain name is an ERC-721 token, uh, just like any NFT. And so it's stored inside of your Ethereum wallet. And this means no one can take it away from you. A traditional .com domain can be taken away from you by your registrar, GoDaddy. They can move it around, they can update it, uh, they could even get hacked and accidentally lose it. So these are things that happen in the real world a lot. So a blockchain domain solves this problem. And because of this self-custody aspect, there's two unique things that a blockchain domain can do that a regular domain can't. Uh, and the first is to uh, allow you to easily send cryptocurrencies without needing to know anyone's address. So I have brad.crypto. I've got my Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin. I've got 10 other crypto addresses all attached to this one domain. You can type it into a wallet that supports blockchain domains and you can pay me. So right now you could go to Trust Wallet or my Ether Wallet or maybe 15 others and you can pay me. I don't need to tell you my addresses. Brad.crypto is all you need to know. So that's use case number one. Uh, the second use case is that you can build a censorship-resistant website, a website that only you can put up or take down. So I have brad.crypto. I launched a very simple website on IPFS. IPFS is a decentralized storage network, uh, a peer-to-peer -peer storage network. So I launched my website there. I attached my domain to it, and now you can type brad.crypto into, uh, we just launched a browser as well as a browser extension, a Chrome browser extension. So you can type it into either of those and see my website. And there's plenty more browsers coming soon. So it's, uh, it's payments uh, and it's websites. And what you get at the end of this is you get a censorship resistant internet, one where anybody in the world can publish uh, without fear of being censored. Yeah, it's, it's such a, a fantastically eloquent way of saying that people are are not being censored. And also, if they want to consume certain things in different countries that may or may not believe in those things, they're able to consume that. And when we spoke 
at uh, NFT NYC, you really kind of talked about some of the issues that come geographically, like where you're, where you're based. Could you talk a little bit about, you know, if I'm based in, um, you know, Turkey or China or something like that, the, the censorship that goes on there? Yeah, so it's kind of crazy how much the domain name companies, so these would be companies like GoDaddy who are storing your domain name, and the web hosting companies, this would be like Amazon Web Services where you're storing your web content, how much control they have over what's on the internet. So uh, in the case of the Spanish referendum, sorry, the Catalonian referendum on independence from Spain, uh, the .cat registry was used to launch a whole bunch of websites organizing people uh, to protest and organizing people to vote. And the Spanish government raided the .cat registry and arrested their CTO, and he's still on trial for sedition today and took down the, and took down the websites effectively. So this was a you know, EU country um, preventing free speech by shutting down a domain registry. So that's, that's Spain. In Turkey, they have a law that says there are 150 words that cannot be put up on any web hosting service in the country. And what happens if they do is they immediately get taken down and somebody can be arrested. Uh, one of these words is gay. Uh, another, another one of these words is naked. So it's being used by the censors to enforce a, essentially to enforce Islamic law. Uh, and so this is so that now we've done Spain, we've done Turkey. Uh, in China, it's actually far worse because in order to launch a website in the first place, you essentially have to get approved. So, you know, in Turkey, you launch a website. If it has one of these bad words, uh, it can't be launched. In China, they default assume that whatever you're doing is not okay and it has to be approved. Uh, so all of that stuff would go out the window if you have a decentralized open internet. Uh, anybody can publish what they want. Uh, anybody with the correct tools can go and view those websites. So it completely changes the power structure here. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's an extremely powerful concept when you you know phrase it like that. You give some examples. It's uh, it's pretty bleak to think about the fact that you would have to get things approved to publish uh, a website just by default. <laughs> it's kind of a a scary, scary thing, scary thing. So I think in terms of you know where you guys are at now, I know when you were on stage, there was a nice little. Uh, quarrel that you had with ICANN that was fun to fun to watch. Everybody enjoyed, you know, you guys going back and forth, ENS working with ICANN. And um, I, I just wanted to kind of talk about that for a second. Like what, what was, what was it that you were really going after in terms of what, what the partnership there was and not to name drop ENS, but I, I think that it's important to just for listeners to understand what I what I can actually is. Um, and I think that that for beginners would be a good way of kind of differentiating you you guys from anyone else out there. Yeah. So ICANN is a nonprofit international organization that is responsible for managing the DNS. Um, so all of the existing domain name extensions that you've used, .com, .io, .net, whatever, they're all essentially part of this ICANN system. And if you're part of the ICANN system, it means that there is by definition a custodian. 
somebody controls and holds your domain for you, you can't hold your own domain. That is the key aspect of that system. That does not exist with blockchain domains, and it doesn't exist with sort of anything crypto. So if you think about, you know, what is the revolution of crypto? I think it really is about custody. You know, in the you know in the traditional world, you know, you would put your money in a bank, and your bank would control it. Uh, once we had Bitcoin and Ethereum, all of a sudden I put it in my wallet and I control it. I have custody of my money, and that's the thing. Custody is the thing that changes the entire power structure underneath, because all of a sudden. I have the money. Now you applications or you company or you whoever need to come to me and you need to get my permission uh, in some way. Um, that completely changes the power structure, whereas the banking system is the opposite. Same thing here for domain names. Uh, you had to go and ask GoDaddy for permission. Now you have the domain name, you control it yourself. Applications have to ask you for permission in order to do stuff with it. Uh, so there's been a lot of talk, I think, in the in the crypto world about ways to integrate with ICANN, uh, ways to cooperate with ICANN, and so on and so forth. And I think that those efforts are, you know, while well-intentioned, are kind of missing the point. Uh, the whole point is custody. Self-custody is the only thing that matters. That's how you get a censorship-resistant internet. Without self-custody, you have nothing. So that was really, I think, the the crux of the discussion. Um, was there was a traditional domain name uh, domain name system that was being represented there, talking about some of the advantages or talking about things that you could do with crypto from the traditional world, and and our position is really that you know the whole thing, the whole point here is about custody. So traditional system doesn't give you custody, therefore it's censorable. Got it, got it. And for someone that is you know sitting at home, they have let's say like. A Divi wallet, they have an Exodus wallet, they have a um, you know, Shapeshift wallet, whatever it may be. How are you guys envisioning that you're going to to work with them? Is it going to be uh, that you know their address is linked through the unstoppable domains account? Are you guys ever going to kind of integrate with these different wallets to make it so that uh, it would interface with the user on those wallets? How do you how do you see yourself kind of playing along with other companies in the space? Speaking of of collaborating um, within the crypto sphere, yeah. So there's so the domain name itself is an asset on the blockchain. So you control the domain name uh, yourself. You can add information to it by uh, you can add crypto addresses to it by signing a message with your private key. That's like how you interact directly with the domain name. But then once you've done that, you have added your crypto addresses, you've added your website. Now you need other apps to support it. That way you other people can use it. So right now you can go and you can pay uh, using a domain name in Trust Wallet, uh, Coinomi, Atomic Wallet, uh, IM Token, uh, My Ether Wallet, My Crypto, uh, many more. Um, the ones you mentioned, hopefully they'll, uh, hopefully they'll be inspired by this show and they'll, uh, they'll integrate as well soon. Um, we want every wallet in the space to, to do this and it's actually more valuable the more wallets, uh, that do it. So right now we've got, I, I believe around somewhere between 15 and 20, uh, wallets integrated. And our goal is to have every wallet from every cryptocurrency because we want this. The whole point is, is that this is a crypto agnostic cryptocurrency agnostic system. You don't need to care which cryptocurrency I want to receive. You just need to know my domain name and that's it. 
um, because I could have 50 or 100 options. So that's wallets. Uh, the same is true for browsers, you know, because you want to be able to view these decentralized websites, and they're not part of DNS, so they don't work like a traditional website would. Uh, so we've got uh, integrations coming with a couple of a uh, couple of alternate browsers. Uh, we also just announced our Chrome extension this week, where you'll be able to you can download the extension and then you can view Brad.crypto and other and other uh, .crypto websites just like a regular. And uh, we also launched a, a browser which has a node inside of it, an IPFS node inside of it, that allows you to, when you go to a website you like, you can with one click turn on the node and then you're storing and sharing the website. So the more popular the website becomes, uh, the more decentralized it becomes. Awesome. Yeah, and I saw, I was on the, the live stream that you guys did uh, on YouTube probably last mm, couple of weeks ago uh, before for New York uh, where we met up and you guys had sold, or you announced that you'd sold 200,000 domains, which, first of all, congrats, that's wild. <laughs> and, and second of all, um, what's, what's next? Like you, you announced the extension, uh, which is huge, um, and you know, the, the domains is live. Are you doing something with websites coming, coming down the line? What's next? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, we're continuing on with this payments piece of getting more wallets on board. Um, but then the other part is trying to make it easier for people to launch websites. So we just launched a few templates. So this is kind of like a, it's kind of like a decentralized, you know, Wix or web builder, where without being technical, you can uh, build out a page, you know, you've got your variables, like, you know, your yeah, your text line, your headline, your images, you can build out kind of basic websites and profile pages and things like that. And then with one click, uh, launch them on IPFS, launch them on decentralized storage. So uh, this next phase is really about making it easy. You know, the, the current web is great. Um, it's been being built for 25 years. There's all these great tools. It's really easy to do a lot of stuff. Problem is it's censorable. Um, but we can take inspiration from what already exists in the in the traditional web world and start plugging in those tools, and then um, you know eventually the decentralized web is going to be just as easy or even easier as the centralized web. Nice, nice, cool, man. Well, I think we've covered the majority of what I wanted to cover in terms of team size and where you guys are based. If you guys are distributed, how big are you guys right now? Uh, we're twenty one. Uh, headquarters is in San Francisco, so there's seven of us in San Francisco. Uh, the rest of the team is uh, is distributed, though. Awesome, awesome. I'm hearing that much more frequently that everybody's distributed, and now that's the that's the new thing. Cool, Brad. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show. And where can people find out more? Yeah, go to unstoppabledomains.com or go to our Telegram chat uh, at Unstoppable Domains. There's always a conversation going on there. So those are the those are the two best places to find out more. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming on, Brad. Thanks so much.